0: I am the business advisor, and it's a Saturday morning, chilly morning. It's 43 degrees out at the moment. Clouds, a lot of clouds up in the sky, no sunshine. I mean, what is the point of uh, when temperatures drop to a certain point, when does it begin to to snow? I mean, is it in the 30s? I think it's in the 30s or something like that. But it looks like it could snow outside. I mean, it, it looks that kind of weather. The wind is blowing a little bit. So we've got just a little bit of a, of a cloudy winter day. You know, I was reading yesterday, Starbucks, 100 stores went on strike yesterday. And the reason why they went on strike is because they want to join the union. Now, right now, what are you paying for a cup of coffee? Six, seven, eight bucks, nine bucks a cup of coffee? At Starbucks. Now, if they join the union. It's going to take you. You're going to have to go to a loan department. And take out a loan to buy coffee. Because it's going to go up in in price. Now, I haven't gone to a Starbucks for a long time. The last time I went was in California with a friend. And... I think by the time it got done, it was about 20-some-odd dollars for two cups of coffee. I mean, that's how bad it was there in California. And I said, you know, I I will never, 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 never go back to Starbucks because you don't pay that for coffee. My gosh, you can go to Walmart right now and buy a container of Keurig coffee cubes, put them in your Keurig, For nine bucks for a whole box of what ten or twenty, something like that. And for nine bucks you can have you can have a whole bunch of coffee. So that's been my philosophy for the last four years is to make all my coffee at home. I'm working out of home. I mean it'd be nice to go out and go someplace, but not for nine bucks or six, six not even for six bucks for a cup of coffee. I'm not gonna do it. Doesn't make sense. (coughs) <coughs> Excuse me. This covid stuff is I tell you it's wearing down on me. This constant cough that I have <coughs> it just wears you out. I'm tired of it. But for paying that much money for coffee, I think that you're wasting money. You're tremendously wasting money when that that cup of coffee that you bought can buy some groceries, can buy celery, can buy lettuce, can buy tuna fish. You can buy a whole bunch of different things besides a $9 cup of coffee that's going to take you, what, 15, 20 minutes to drink. It doesn't make sense. It's not economical sense. So listen, those 100 stores that, that shut down for to strike, I pity you guys. Because what's going to happen, if you do that, you're going to price yourself out, and Americans will no longer, especially during the recession when inflation is so high, they're not going to go back. So you have just priced yourself out of a job, basically. It doesn't make sense when people want to make more money for a non, for, well, for a for a job that doesn't take a college degree, <laughs> it doesn't take that much to make a good cup of coffee. I do it for free every single morning. I make a cup of coffee, and I like it. I'm not going to spend six, seven, eight, nine dollars for a cup of coffee. I'm not going to do it. Just won't do it. I don't know if you've been following the the Twitter feeds that have been downloaded by Elon Musk. But they've been very interesting. It's showing a, a, a true story of what happened in a very woke company that was used by a very woke government called the FBI. They were, had 80 people, 80 FBI agents, monitoring the tweets going through Twitter. They were monitoring, even if you were doing political jokes, they were monitoring you. So I guess, I guess, and I, I did a lot. I'm sorry, I did a lot of political jokes on, on Twitter. I guess I now have an FBI record for telling a political joke. So this is free speech going to hell in a handbasket because a woke business decided to join forces with the FBI, even hired former FBI agents who passed on information over to the FBI on certain people to shut down the freedom of speech. I mean, to sit there and listen to my I mean, I am a very poor political jokester. I really am. But now, I guess I've got a record with the FBI because I've told some political jokes on Twitter. This is the problem when a company goes woke. They become political. They lose the focus of what they really are. They're a business. And what do businesses, businesses do? They create more services, they create better platforms. They create things that people are going to use, and they don't get involved in, in politics. Politics will corrupt a business very quickly. I read a, this when I was reading the Harvard Journal, Harvard Business Journal. And they were talking about what boards board of directors need to do to help their CEOs address the social issues of their company. And it went on and on and on on how they need to do this and that, but they never, ever talked about what is the ethics of politics in a company or in a business. Any time that you allow political thought. Come, to come into your company you have just corrupted your company politics is never ethical politicians are never ethical so the belief in this political system within a company makes your company unethical it makes it corrupt it makes it driven off course of what your business goals are supposed to be and that's exactly what happened at Twitter and that's exactly what happened at FTX too They were using all this money that was coming in and pushing it off onto politics and onto politicians. Any time that you go woke, you will be corrupted. I was listening to a former FBI agent last night and he was describing that on the hiring practices of These analysts and other um, positions within the FBI, they hire individuals who have master's and doctorate degree people. And the problem with that is that they are coming from institutions that are woke. And so the thought process of when they take their job within the FBI, they become woke. It's not that at the agent level. We're talking about the analysts, the people who are doing all this special work on, on, well, they're supposed to be doing it on crime, but we found out that they're doing it on Twitter people. And you and I, who are posting every day, the, the, the uh, FBI is watching us very carefully. Freedom of speech. It's a very important part of our nation. And when we have companies trying to cancel people out because they don't believe with them politically, you're doing a disservice to the nation because individuals have that right to voice their opinions and not to force it on or make special business deals based upon those political views and opinions. We have a a problem At the moment, we've got too many people coming out of colleges and universities that have been taught to be woke. Taught that their political opinion is more important than the the Constitution. And Basically, what Twitter did, and what the FBI did, is that they pushed the Constitution to the side, and freedom of speech died. It literally died. And we see that happening around the country with Disney. We see it happening with Amazon. We see it happening in Google. We see it in Apple. We see it all in these companies who want to become these social warfare, or not warfare, but warfare organizations. But they want to take on these special projects, these special um, political Agendas, and it's not doing anything to help the American people. In fact, it's it's dividing us. It's telling us, "Well, do we really want to do business with that company because of their political opinion, or their political views, their agenda?" Because I don't believe in it. I don't believe in what they're saying. And there are employees within those companies who don't believe in the agenda. But they get pushed into it. If you want to work here, if you want to keep your job, you will go along with it. It's become a dirty world out there. It's become a corrupt world. Political agendas never do any good within businesses. We're seeing too many times now where there are literal drawn-out conflicts within businesses. Because one person believes one thing, another person believes the other thing. The way to get rid of all of this conflict on politics is that the board of directors, forget about the Harvard Business Review opinion, but what every business should do is sit down and draft their their policies, their employment policies on how to handle politics within the business. And it should state, Politics is outside of the business, not inside the business. We're not going to fight about it. We're not going to argue about it. We're not going to pressure people. We're not going to push people. When you come into that office, it is a political free zone. That's the way it should be. Because otherwise, you create conflict. And conflict creates a business environment where you're no longer thinking about business. You're thinking about what can I say, what can I not say, who can I be friends with, who I can't be friends with. Can I bring up a a business idea or am I going to be shut down because it's not politically correct? This is what happens. It creates conflicts within business. Shut it out. Politics is evil. Politics is a corrupt environment to be in. Look at Washington D.C. and you can just see how corrupt it is. So boards of directors need to sit down and focus on the ethics of how they deal with stopping politics entering into their company and making it a woke company and making it a company that just isn't trustworthy any longer. Politics is never trustworthy. It's never ethical. Listen, if you would like to have more contact with me, go to www.lodge-co.com. Again, that's www.lodge-co.com. Everybody go out and have a great Saturday. Get a nice cup of coffee at home. Sit down. Watch a good TV movie. Tell your significant other how much you love them. It's that kind of a day. Talk with you soon. Let's listen to some jazz now. Bye-bye.